Welcome to the Love to Hear a Podcast, a holistic health and wellness space created to make you feel good. Through our conversations about health, happiness, and self-love, we encourage you to live a life that you're obsessed with, inside and out. Welcome back, everybody. We're here at Love to Hear It, ready to talk skincare and our best practices, which you'll find me and Kelly have two very different paths of skincare. So for those who are skincare gurus, that would be more so Kelly. For those who are more (laughs) of a simplistic skincare route, that would be myself because I try to get involved more with my skincare, but I think I'm just always scared to put things on my face. So I'm very particular. I don't know if that's how some others might feel. I think my skin used to be very different as I grew up. Obviously, we go through puberty and stuff, and everyone's different. And I had acne that I used to do bad things to. I think the way that I handled it then, it was probably giving myself worse skin and just doing bad things for my skin and I didn't really know what was good, what wasn't. And everyone's skin is different, but it's also good to know what's best for you. I am, I wouldn't call myself a guru, but I'm more of a junkie. I love skincare. I love trying to figure out what's best for my skin. I love different treatments, different topicals. I'm all about it. I think that it is so interesting too, because I think the what what shows up on your skin can be such a um, indication of what's going on inside of your body too. The um, I think definitely when I eat different foods and when I have different lifestyle factors going on, my it shows up differently in my skin. So I've just become kind of obsessed. And to your point, I've suffered with acne for. I don't know. I want to say all my life, but you know, since when you start getting acne in grade school, I guess, and that thing started my skincare journey. Like you were saying, I definitely have overdone it at times because I think it gets so frustrating when you're dealing with acne that you just want to do everything to fix it. You just want it to go away. You just want to dry it out. You want to do all these different things to your skin. And I've definitely caused a lot of damage by doing that. So there's a lot of things to consider and there's a lot of patience that you need to have with your skin. But I thought it was a good idea to share what products we do and what kind of regimens that we have, especially at this point in my life. I've dealt with acne for so long and I finally feel I'm at this place where my skin feels so balanced, so healthy. I feel so like proud of it. And I think you too, Anna, like you have beautiful skin and we have such different regimens, but finding out what works for you and, you know, sharing what has worked for us, especially after I've gone through so much experimentation, I have tried every product just because I have fun with it, but also because I've been trying to fix this issue or fix this concern. And I just wanted to kind of share what has finally started to work for me. Yeah, I think we all have definitely battled our own struggles with acne and the insecurities of it 
covering it up with makeup, making it even worse, mm-hmm. you know, getting your skin so angry because you don't want people to see this part of you, but it's on your face. It's the first thing that everybody sees. So it's such a sensitive part of your body that I do think that now I am more conscious about the food I intake and I'm not doing unhealthy activities as much as maybe I used to. I'm trying to be healthy on the inside and out. So that I think has definitely contributed with my skincare journey, right? Understanding things that would make me break out or habits that I did that were not beneficial for my skin or body. And weeding through all those different products is definitely frustrating and it almost probably stresses you out even more, which is contributing to the problem. And it's a vicious circle. But once you do get to the products that fit you the best, I think you're almost even just more comfortable in your own skin. The thing that has been most pivotal for me is seeing a dermatologist. And I've seen dermatologists in the past that have you know, prescribe me something and kind of walked away, but finding a dermatologist that you could really ask questions to, particularly if you have an ongoing concern like acne, but it it could be a plethora of things. Having a dermatologist that you could really talk to and open up with and um, will let you ask questions and take time for you is so great. I have finally, a year ago, I I started seeing a new dermatologist who um, put me on a different regimen and got me to understand my skin type. I think that's another core of getting to know what products are best for you. I always thought that I had combination skin, realizing that I actually have oily skin, um help guide my conversation with my dermatologist who has now told me to stay away from any products containing oil. I think it's really interesting too that um, he let me know is that you really don't need to start investing in skincare at a young age. I don't think your skin starts coming to this next factor of aging until you turn 35. And I think that's, you know, plus or minus, but these expensive products that are out in the marketplace, they're filled with so many oils and so much more luxurious products because they're marketed towards an older demographic. So somebody in their fifties and sixties is going to need more moisture in their skin and more oil because your hormones start changing. You don't need you, you need more of those products back in, but when you're younger, you're still producing these amounts of oil. And by putting more oil on your skin, you totally can throw your skin out of balance. So I think that was something really freeing. He's, you know, a great dermatologist in LA. Having that conversation with him made me be like, oh my God, thank God I don't need to spend, you know, a hundred dollars on a thing of mirror because that those products don't even work for me. When I'm older, let's go for it. But right now 
I don't need to. And that has saved me some money. So I want to save you that money too. <laughs> totally. I think, I think people have this idea that they have to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on skincare for it to work. And just because it's the most expensive brand does not mean that it's going to solve all your problems. I think mm -hmm. seeing a dermatologist is very important. I definitely did that when I was going through more breakouts and just having a bad time trying to improve it. And I have combination skin. So I have, you know, it's certain parts of the year I could have really oily skin, but then at other parts of the year, my face could be so dry. So it's like having the right products that fit during both of those times is really hard because I've done very extreme changes and gotten specific moisturizers and cleansers that suit one side of my skin type. And then it's either stripped away my skin or it's just overproduced oil on my face and just felt so uncomfortable. And, you know, I think that makes it even harder just knowing that you're trying to make it better and it's just making it worse and like getting to that point where you have found a product that works for you is really, really rewarding, but it's very hard to do and mm -hmm. can be a challenge and struggle in itself. Definitely. I also kind of a little bit off topic, but I want to have a future conversation of just talking about clean beauty because I think there's so many just fillers in products and chemicals that I don't know if we know enough about. And I had tried to switch over all my products to clean beauty. At this point, I was just trying to figure out my acne and get that under control, which I have now. And I'm going to, I think, to start to try to make shifts into getting finding clean beauty alternatives. But just as a disclaimer, all the products that I'm talking about aren't necessarily clean beauty. Um, but I wanted to share anyways and at least share the core ingredients. And you could always find clean beauty alternatives. There's a few different steps in my skincare process, which has been like first supplements, then talking about topicals, then getting into different uh, skincare tools, and then skincare treatments, which you would do at a dermatologist or a facialist. Starting with supplements, I think internal is a, a good place to start the conversation. I what I, I don't know how old I was. Maybe when I like turned 25, I started getting really bad jawline breakouts, definitely associated with hormonal shifts. So I started using these like PMS vitamins. They're called, they're, they're from the company Flow. I'll, we'll link all these products too in our show notes, but I think that has been really helpful. I also, I also want to do a whole conversation on uh, hormones and period health and birth control, but I think, I don't know if these are the reason why, but I really don't have PMS symptoms and I think those have been really helpful. I also take a probiotic that I really love that I think is, goes back to that like gut skin health um, 
that's it's called seed and I've been using it for probably six months and I think it's great. And then the last thing that I take that I think contributes to my skin health, Sakara Life has these chlorophyll drops. They're like those crazy, really dark green drops that you see people put on the water on social media. I think they're awesome, especially when I've been traveling and or visiting family and when you're going to parties or eating out a lot more, I'll be eating, you know, more dairy than I normally would or sugar. And that has definitely showed up in my skin. And I feel like taking this core, these chlorophyll drops in the morning has helped keep my gut more balanced. Um, I don't know if this is the contributing factor, but I swear I've noticed a difference and I've used other chlorophyll drop brands trying to you know save a few bucks by buying an Amazon brand and I feel like these ones are a lot more potent if there's one thing I want people to try those Sakara Life drops and tell me if they felt like they had an effect on your skin because I think they're I think they're really good but I could be crazy do you do you take any like skincare supplements yeah so I take a probiotic as well I've taken the same one for five years it's garden of life raw women's vaginal health probiotic because I used to and this could be a topic that you know could be in another conversation too about women's health focus but I used to have a big issue with and this might be TMI but some infections just common ones, you know, from like working out and stuff. And so that really is what drove me to start taking a probiotic. And then even furthermore, reading into it, just how closely like your gut health is related to your mind health, which I'm going to do a treat yourself Tuesday on in the future about that in a deeper level, but not to get into it too much. So that probiotic really, really spoke to me because it had a lot of live microorganisms and it had a lot of really good reviews. And so I've been taking that for about five years. And I also take this vitamin C. It's also a cranberry pill with like urinary tract health also in it. I've taken that for the same amount of time. So then getting into topicals, I don't want to say I have a 37 step process because I don't, it's less than that, but I have a lot of products that I really like. So the first, this is every single dermatologist that I've ever seen is like, just use a regular, like mild cleanser. I've used Cetaphil. Every single one of my friends who uses Cetaphil, Cetaphil or CeraVe has been really happy with it. I think it keeps your skin clean without um, over drying it and they have different, uh, formulations based on your skin type, but I just do like the regular one. And that's one thing that I've really stuck with. That is another product that I'd love to have a clean beauty alternative. So if anybody knows one, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. So then I get into my topicals. I always apply my products from the thinnest, uh, viscosity to the thickest. So I start with a, it's like a, 
a salt skin spray. I started this because Haley Bieber had rec- had recommended. It's called Tower Twenty Eight. They have this SOS spray. It's this red bottle, and I thought it was really good, and it was really keeping my skin, like my breakouts at bay. I felt that my skin wasn't feeling really oily or really dry. It really kind of balanced it, and I realized that using that salt spray it balances your skin's pH. So I was like, well, this little this little bottle is so expensive. What's in it? And it's this product called, the key ingredient is hypochlorous, which is salt. And I was like, why am I paying $30 for this bottle? I literally went on Amazon. I got this stuff called Bryotech Topical Skin Spray, same exact ingredients. And I spray it on my face and my chest before I do my skincare. And I think it's been really great for me. Then I use this Corsic, it's like snail motion. Um, it's for hydration. It's supposed to be just really good in keeping your skin uh, moisturized, but it's not an oil. So it's a great way to keep that moisture and lock that moisture in without adding oils to your skin, especially if you have oily skin like I do. Then I use two products from the ordinary. I use their niacinamide, which this is another thing that I think everybody recommends. It's like niacinamide, vitamin C, hyaluronic acid. Everybody that I've listened to, I've read, those are like three core ingredients that I think are really important for skincare. Niacinamide is really good with balancing your oil production. And it's also really good for um, breaking down pigmentation in your skin and uh, repairing sun damage and dark spots. And then hyaluronic acid is another moisturizing product that, again, is not an oil, so you're not adding any oil to your skin, but it's so important to keep it moisturized, especially if, like, for an anti-aging, you want to keep moisture in your skin. You don't want things to be dry and cracked. You want them to be glowing. And and hyaluronic acid is this amazing ingredient. It can hold a thousand times its weight in water. And then also um, a vitamin C serum, which same thing is really great for dark spots. I haven't found a one that I really like. I have I've, I've tried so many different ones, but a lot of the ones that I have used have oil in them. So I'm still in the process of switching out. But a vitamin C serum is really good also for breaking up that pigmentation in your skin um, to avoid long-term sun damage. And then obviously I lock all that in, all those good products in with a moisturizer. I started using one by Avenue, uh, which I'll link, but it's still new. So I don't want to tell anyone to go buy it just yet. (laughs) And then I did not always have the most normal uh, routine of using sunscreen which I completely regret, especially when you do have acne and you are using exfoliating products. It makes your skin so much more open to sun damage because you have you know less of protection on the space layer of your skin. So sunscreen is like, if you do nothing else for your face, I think sunscreen is the most important thing to do, especially for long-term skin health, for anti-aging, also for acne because the sun, if you can dry out your skin, produce more oil, cause more acne, it's just so important. So the 
product that I love is Alta MD. They have a clear sunscreen. It doesn't have any tint in it. I've tried the tinted one. I don't think it's great. I don't like the consistency as, um, as well, but I love it. It also has niacinamide and hyaluronic acid in it. And my dermatologist even recommended this uh, sunscreen. I think it's incredible. And then more of my nighttime routine, I'll use all these same products except the vitamin C. And instead I'll use, I have a prescription tretinoin, which is um, like a vitamin A or retin-A, which this I got a prescription for, for acne. It's also really good for anti-aging because it speeds up your, your cell turnover. So you have natural exfoliation. A vitamin A also influences the creation of new collagen. So all this is to say it's really trying to like keep your pores clean and clear of that extra oil and dirt and bacteria that can cause acne. And then with the exfoliation of your dead skin cells, it can really resurface your skin to start lightening any dark spots and sun damage and age spots. And um, I think tretinone is really great. If you do suffer with acne, your dermatologist will likely tell you to or put you on a tretinoin that has helped me substantially. I think my skin is, my skin is really clear. My, um, a lot of my sun damage has started to fade and I just, my skin is very soft. And I think a lot of that is attributed to tretinoin. Oh, I also have like a, a lot of other kind of once in a while products I'll use, but I'll let you get into your daily routine before I get into all of that. Steps 37 yes. through 98. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely interested in some of those parts of your skincare routine because I think those are more unique but cool and beneficial. So we'll definitely circle back. But <laughs> to give a more, I would say, simplistic skincare routine, I just, like I had mentioned before, didn't have as much experience or exposure to a lot of products. So I think I just tried to test out and use things that I felt comfortable putting on my face. I also, just as you mentioned, try to use products that are made with real ingredients and not as many chemicals and also just anti-cruel companies, just not harmful ingredients, if you will. But all of mine are not verified, so I don't want someone to call me out and say, oh gosh, that's not to the standard that you're preaching about because it's, I'm not, I try to, but there's some things that I just use that I'm sorry. It's just, it works for me. So <laughs> I guess to start, I use a Mario Badescu enzyme cleanser. It has like papaya and some other really beneficial ingredients that like Kelly mentioned, I, I'll link everything, but I really like this facial cleanser because I had so many problems trying to find the right one. I used to, at some point in my life, I used a bar of soap on my face and Whoa. that would literally like strip my face. But I thought that that's how my face should feel because I didn't want it to be oily. So mm. I was, you know, trying to find the best cleanser and this one works for me. It doesn't strip your face. You shouldn't have that feeling when you wash your face. It should feel soft and not super tight and painful when you're washing your face. I used to think that 
in some weird messed up way that it was working better if my face was like stinging or something, which is Same. bizarre, but mm-hmm. it's not true. So, so yeah, this is, this one really works for me. Um, then I use a Kiehl's ultra facial cream moisturizer that has SPF 30 in it. Also something that I wasn't super mindful of in my younger years was SPF because I think probably a lot of people can relate. We all just wanted to be super tan and, you know, (laughs) at times I still want to be, but I definitely am not in tanning beds and stuff anymore. Just knowing how awful it is for long-term effects on your skin and leading to worse diseases and things like that. So SPF is so important and even year round, you know, sometimes people don't think that you need to have it on in winter months. No, the sun still comes out and those rays, the solar rays are still going to get through. So you should definitely invest in an SPF moisturizer or just put on a sunscreen after you put on your moisturizer if you don't want to have the two mixed. But that one works for me. And it has a texture, not super like sunscreen, where I know some moisturizers that have sunscreen in, they feel like sunscreen. Like this one isn't as bad. It's not as like cakey, if you will. So that one works for me. I then follow with the Mario Badescu Rose Water like Aloe Herb Facial Spray just to make my skin feel a little dewy. And that really concludes my daytime routine, (laughs) but outside of makeup and things like that. But I then for my nighttime routine, I will use uh, the Kiehl's creamy eye treatment with avocado. That just feels really nice. Uh, Just getting it underneath my eyes. I think I always have bags under my eyes. So this helps me feel like I'm doing something beneficial for it. And there's a lot of good benefits just from that alone that I can share in the notes as well. Then I will also use a Kiehl's Midnight Recovery face oil. So it's like an additional moisturizing face oil that you just wear at night to go to bed. It doesn't feel super greasy, but feels nice. Like it's sinking into your pores. I really, really like that. Um, And I don't use that every night. I'll use it maybe like three times a week or so because I don't want to put too much oil or two to three times a week or so. But I also will use some different masks. I have like this avocado nourishing hydrating mask that I like to do like maybe once a week. And then there's also these cool mood patch from this brand called Patchology. They're called like chill mode. And they're like those little, they look like teardrops that go under your eyes. And they're just like an under eye mask. I love those. Those make my eyes just feel so cool. And if I get puffy eyes a lot, so like I feel those will help me just like kind of level out the puffiness. But so that's pretty much all of my skincare routine. But All of those products work best for me, and I think it's taken me a long time to find the best moisturizer that works and have all the products complement each other without getting like one of the same brand and splurging on one if it's more expensive than the other. But these all have worked for me, and I think it's important to do what's best for your skin, but trying different products out will definitely be a trial and error process, but 
you know, you got to do it to find what's best for you. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's so important just to know what, like what active ingredients you're putting on your skin. And if those active ingredients match what goals you have for your skin. I also, you may, I forgot that I am obsessed with eye creams and that's another um, thing that I've tried a thousand of. Right now I'm using an eye serum under my eye cream and I try to do it early stages of my skincare process because I think it kind of protects your skin a little bit more from any other products that might be a little bit harsher because we all know that that area of your skin is the thinnest. So we want to be the most delicate with it. I too, I don't have a loyal eye product that I stick to. I try something different all the time. And I think in my experience, it's like definitely about like the viscosity, like a thicker under eye cream feels really nice and really moisturizing for me. So whatever works with you, but I think it is really important to start taking care of that, that delicate skin under your eye earlier. And there's so many great products out there. So there's lots to choose from. The Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask. Yes, I use that game too. changing. Oh my <laughs> God. I literally love that stuff. I use it every night. I don't know if you're, I don't Same. think they say that you should, but it's so addicting and the little applicator is so nice. You just feel like so proper just before bed, you know, caking that thing on. It's so good. But no, that's definitely helped because I, if everyone could see me, I have a nervous habit where I will bite my lip. And I, especially if my lips are chapped, I will bite the chapped skin off my lips and it's disgusting. And you look so weird making like weird faces. Like I can't show everybody, but you know, and this lip mask has done wonders. So I definitely would want people to invest in that. Yeah. I love it. It's so like gooey. You feel like your lips are covered in like this thick, I don't know, gel. Chris won't even let me kiss him. He's like, do you have that stuff on your lips before we go to bed? Because he's like, doesn't want the stickiness on him. But yeah, it's like, it just locks in the moisture. So when you wake up, your lips don't feel dry. I think it's especially in the winter. It's an awesome thing to use. I also am just applying chapstick in like 30 minute intervals throughout the day. I'm obsessed. It's unhealthy how much I put chapstick on my lips and lotion on my hands. I think (laughs) that's good. I need help, but no, I know. But also (laughs) I think I need help. (laughs) I also wanted to talk about some, like I said, treatments that I use. Um, Drunk Elephant has this amazing like 20 minute facial mask called baby facial. If your skin feels a little bit rougher, you kind of want to focus a bit more on texture or it feels super oily and you want to do something with balance to balance it out. It has AHA and BHAs, which are um, exfoliators and you put it on for 20 minutes and your skin is so glowy and I feel it really gets rid of so much of your dead skin. And that's something I use not super often because Again, like I don't want to be over exfoliating my skin, but once when I feel like I need kind of a reset, I'll use that. It's a little bit more of an investment product, but it lasts forever. I think I have this tube. It's 1.6 ounces. I honestly think I've had it for like a year. (laughs) Is this expired? I'm actually checking, but I love it. I think it's great. It still works. So if it's expired, I don't care. 
Um, <laughs> and then another um, investment product is the Dr. Dennis Gross Daily Peel Pads. They're another similar like AHA, BHA. They have a few different exfoliating ingredients in them. This was really helpful for me in getting rid of that excess oil and really evening my skin tone and, and texture. This is another thing that you have to be careful with if you're using a tretinoin. So I used to use these every day before I went on tretinoin every morning. Um, but now I do them um, a little less often because I don't want to dry out my skin. But I think they're a really, really, really great product. And then another thing that I actually found on an Instagram ad is the As- Asari, I want to say. It's A-S-A-R-I. It's this Earth Tones Australian Red Clay Brightening and Detox Mask. It's clean. It's not tested on animals. It's made in Australia. Even the tube is recyclable. And I really love it. Um, It's super pigmented. And I've thought before that I've accidentally dyed my skin red, but I, it will not. It's just a really, really great product. Um, I think that that covers like my masks and um, different products that I really like to use. There's a few other products that I use just for my hair and my lashes. The Ordinary has this scalp serum. I was talking to you about this when we were together this weekend. It is, it's like a scalp density serum. I'll link it. I don't have it in front of me, but I put it on my roots uh, every night um, if I'm going to wash my hair the next day. And I went to get my hair done recently and she's like, what are you putting on your scalp? Because I have all these baby hairs coming in all over my head. So it's really, it really works. Um, I was actually just talking to my cousin and I'm like, you have the most amazing eyelashes and eyebrows. And she's like, I use the ordinary there lash and brow serum. So I think it's, there's similar ingredients that um, are really good to use. And then also for hair, I figured we'd just throw it in here for talking beauty products. Um, I always, if I'm going to wash my hair the next day, I put a hair oil on the ends of my hair. And um, that has made such a great difference in growing my hair longer, lessening my split ends, and it just makes my hair feel so much healthier. But I just found out it's really important to do a hair oil that does not have silicone in it because silicone sits on top of your hair and... Um, you obviously want something that your hair is going to absorb. The girl who's doing my hair, um, Cassandra, shout out to you. She took the backside of her scissors and started scraping my hair and showed me the silicone that was on it because I was using um, a Moroccan oil and it had silicone in it. So make sure it doesn't have that in it. Yeah, really important. I have been told before to not use products that have proteins or oils in them, like the Moroccan ones, because they, Mm -hmm. yeah, they cake up on your scalp Mm -hmm. and in your hair and it's hard for you to get it out. Like it just sits there and I think it can even like weigh your hair down and that's just crazy because you probably heard through the grapevine from someone that that product was so great or I love Moroccan Moroccan oil oil. per se is the best. Yeah. And then to find out that it's just hurting your hair or weighing it down and not helping its growth, you know, it's just, it's sad because you use that product religiously like, oh, I believe in this. And then it just lets you down. 
Yeah, I know. I hope they come out with a new alternative product because I don't think the silicone is necessarily bad for you. But yeah, if you have thinner, finer hair like I do, it's you definitely don't want these products sitting on your hair. But using a hair oil is still great. And I think it's really important to keep the moisture in your hair, especially at your ends so that it grows like long and strong and, and stays healthy. And then another serum that I use is for my lashes. I've used so many. They totally work. They really grow your lashes longer. They have filled in like sparse places in my eyebrows. I've used um, a lot of different brands. Nue Lash is good. That one's clean. I've also used Grande Lash, which is not clean. And I think it's a little bit harsher on your eyes. So I wanted to find a clean alternative. So I found this serum from Swede Beauty and I'm in the beginning stages of that. I will report back later, but I've heard great things about it and I've just started using it and hopefully I'll have good results, but I'll share with you. I think it's a good one to try and to look into. Another thing that I have loved, or I should say more things that I have loved are skincare tools. I am tool obsessed. I think they're awesome. The first one is just a generic ice roller, especially if your face feels puffy in the morning. I think these are really, I do really love cool. those. Even at other times, I think if you were hungover or something too, they yeah. really feel nice. Or just not, if you're sick, just mm-hmm. not feeling well, they're so helpful. Yeah. I and you, you can just get an ice roller on Amazon. I don't think it matters. You don't have to invest in these. Whatever it is, it's just putting that cooling on your face. When I'm traveling and I don't have an ice roller, I will literally take an ice cube and massage my face with an ice cube. I think it's just really great to like take down inflammation. And you can dedication. Yeah. You could see the effects immediately though. Your face looks left puffy and it's awesome. Something I use every morning also before I get into the shower is a dry brush. I it is supposed to be really good with blood circulation and promoting like your lymph flow and drainage. And then it also, you know, you kind of brush off any dead skin cells so it could help to unclog pores or you just, you take the dry brush on dry skin and you brush up from your, you know, your toes to your neck in upward like motions towards wherever you are. You're always brushing towards your heart. And I just, I don't know, I really like doing it. It makes me feel good. So you can look into the benefits of dry brushing a little bit more if you're interested something then that I've recently, I was gifted this for Christmas last year and I am obsessed is the PMD facial cleansing device. It's this silicon tool that it has 7,000 vibrations per minute. So I put my skincare on it and I use this to wash my face in the morning and at night. I think it helps like, especially I wear makeup most days. So it helps me like really get all that makeup off and really make sure my skin feels really clean and ready for products. I love it. I also have the bigger one for my body that I use in the shower. And I just think they're really great. It's, it is a little bit more of an investment, but I think it is an effective tool. Um, I also use one of those gua sha stones and I have one of those Um, like a little like cupping device that I think is to like just promote lymphatic drainage on your face. It kind of can help make your cheekbones look a little bit more sculpted. I think it's more of an aesthetic product, but I really like it. I really like doing both of those things, especially when I have more time on the weekend before I go out. Um, I think gua sha is really great. 
And the last thing that I'll mention is PMD, the same company that makes the facial cleansing device. PMD stands for personal microdermabrasion. They have a microdermabrasion tool that I try to use it once a week. And again, it's really good for getting rid of dead skin. It's really good for lightening those uh, any sunspots before they go into deeper layers of your skin. That's been a really good tool for evening my skin tone and texture. It's not something you should be doing if you have active breakouts because it could just spread bacteria. But I think it's a really great tool, um, again, for anti-aging. So those are most of the tools I use. <laughs> those are the those are the tools that I use on like a normal normal basis. There's a few treatments I've done. One that I really like is microneedling. I use that. I used to have a lot of acne scars on my cheeks from picking at my skin, and microneedling was really helpful. You, there is a little bit of recovery for probably like 48 hours. Your face is like red and feels like you have a little bit of a sunburn, but that was something that I really loved in repairing the that layer of my skin from uh, damage. And it could also be helpful with people who are prone to acne. Again, I don't think it's good if you have an active acne breakout, but microneedling is basically making these tiny pinpricks in your skin so that your face recognizes that there's damage and starts sending collagen to the surface of your skin for repair and that starts repairing those scars and can have a lot of really uh, beneficial results for your skin. I I really love it. I'm getting married and I don't know, what do we say? 10 months now and I'm definitely going to be using a series of microneedling up until the wedding. My dermatologist actually told me to do it a few weeks before because you have this like really beautiful glow after you do microneedling. So I'm definitely going to do that. Um, I think that's something to look into if you have acne scarring that you are insecure about. And then something that I tried recently is IPL. It is a laser that targets pigmentation in your skin. So I actually, when I started using tretinoin, I got a sunburn and I got all the sun damage on my forehead. IPL is basically this infrared laser that goes into the deeper layers of your skin to target pigment and bring that pigment to the surface of your skin so then you can exfoliate it off and that's if you have another concern about hyperpigmentation and the last few things that I will talk about steps 237 and 238 (laughs) just kidding we'll be here all night people so I hope you've cleared your schedule yeah (laughs) you'll have good results by the end of the evening no definitely (laughs) these are actually just online platforms because I think it could be so overwhelming with all the different products that are out there um to figure out like what ingredients are actually going to be the best for you to be the cleanest and especially when you're looking at something that has you know, 25 ingredients listed on the product. And, you know, we don't know what these are. We aren't chemists or dermatologists, so it can be really overwhelming. The first one is uh, the EWG has a really great platform to uh, tell you if a product is quote unquote clean or not. It'll give a rating from green to orange to red to tell you if there's any harmful products. And 
links to the research that has been done to um, tell you if these products are potentially harmful to you. So that's a tool that I have used in the past. I think it's really great. And then the other one is more for people who are concerned with acne. There um, is this platform called Skin Deep, and you can copy and paste the ingredients in any skincare product. Like if you go on Sephora, you can look up the ingredients, any, any um, online database or any online store that you can go to, you can grab the ingredients. You just copy and paste them into Skin Deep's platform and I'll tell you what is pore clogging or not. So I have been using this for everything for a long time on top of just having oil-free products. I think those a thousand tools are hopefully um, helpful for you, or you can you can take a few and pick and choose and look a little further to these products and ingredients. But this has been something that has helped me so, so much, especially from somebody who has been so insecure about their skin and felt really uncomfortable and insecure at times. Getting to a skincare process that really has helped me. And I think that I'm going to really benefit from all of this in the long run of having more I don't youthful, I guess, skin, but really uh, thinking about like my skin health. I really love all these products. I highly recommend them. And if you have any questions about anything, we are here and accessible. And I hope you enjoyed hearing about this and there's some tips and tricks you'll pick up if nothing else remember to wear your sunscreen (laughs) never forget that spf i hope that everyone who's listening has maybe benefited or heard of a product that's new and maybe can be worked into their skin care routine, or maybe you use some of these products already, you know, share with us, let us know what you think or what works best for you. Because like we said, everybody is different, but at the end of the day, we're just here to give some advice or suggestions based off our skincare journeys. But we do take into consideration that everyone's skin is different and it's okay if our products work for us and maybe some don't work for others, but these are just things that we've had success in and we hope it's beneficial for you. Thank you so much for joining. We love you so much. We hope you have a great rest of your day, night, week, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed the episode, we'd love for you to share with a friend or leave a five-star review. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We love you and can't wait to see you next week. Boom. Mic drop. We did it. (laughs) That's it. That's our podcast. I'm just kidding.